Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business, and as well as being a qualified coach, I'm also bringing you my insights into over 15 years of developing people. These days, you'll find me working with my clients and members every day to help them lead in their life and in business. And if this sounds like something you want to do too, stay tuned or contact me for private coaching or for more detail on my group membership, Thrive Together. You'll find everything you need in the show notes. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode 56. Talking of episodes, in the last one, in 55, I was talking about a personal challenge that I'd been facing in my business. And I won't go into detail in that. It's only a short one, so you can go back and listen to it. But what it prompted was many discussions in my DMs with my Thrive Together members, with my one-to-one clients, around what it takes sometimes in business to keep moving forward, especially through challenges. And especially when you are having challenging times. So not just the challenges you're facing but also when the things outside of your circle of influence outside of your circle of control shit's going down and I want to talk about that today I want to be really clear today is not an episode on positivity it's not an episode on hustle it's not an episode on strength and it is not an episode on resilience this is an episode on grit. This is an episode on how you actually can handle the things that you probably think that you can't. So let's start there. To prepare for this episode, um, I actually was having a little think and I googled the word grit because I wanted to make sure that what it means in the world is what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. Here's what I found. I've got two meanings that I found and I don't actually agree with these, but let me read them out and I'll tell you why. The first one is, grit is a personality trait possessed by individuals who demonstrate passion and perseverance towards a goal despite being confronted by significant obstacles and distractions. Those who possess grit are able to self-regulate and postpone their need for positive reinforcement while working diligently on a task. The second one I found was, in psychology, grit is a positive non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance or effort combined with the passion for a particular long-term goal or end state. Now, I actually don't disagree with this all. It's just fundamentally, I do not agree that grit is a personality trait. And in every single definition that I read through, it almost came up every single time that it was this personality trait that you either possess or you don't possess. I so disagree with that. So everything else that I talked about, I agree with that. But that bit about possessing it or not, no, I think that's bollocks. I think that when you are going through challenges in life and in business, grit is something that you can learn, grit is something that you can exercise, and grit is something that you can build. So I am going to be um, filming, recording an episode for the Inner Work Conversation on lessons learned in 2021 in regards to business. But I want to do this episode today because I know that a lot of you are having a challenging time at the moment. And that's for lots and lots of different reasons. In fact, just today, I did a workshop inside Thrive Together called The Power of Your Attention. And what it was about is when you are facing challenges outside of you, how you can use the power of your attention to help you access your ability to use your time, energy and resources in a more intentional way. 
Because let's be honest, it's in the times where everything's going to shit, where you are probably at your least effective. I know this from myself. I know this from my one-to-one -one clients. I know this from my Thrive Together members. I know that for all of us, when external circumstances are not pleasurable or not pleasing and are actually causing us a little bit of distress, that is when we feel at our most vulnerable. And actually that is something that we covered in today's workshop in The Power of Your Attention is when things are going on outside of you. So when customers aren't happy, clients aren't happy, maybe your team is struggling, maybe you're struggling commercially or financially, maybe you've got a loved one in hospital, so I'm going to speak on that in today's episode. Sometimes things are happening that are outside of your control and this can bring about feelings like feeling helpless, feeling guilty, feeling sad, anxious, not good enough, stressed, lacking, disappointed, on edge, sinking, scared. If you're relating to all of these, then you're just like everyone else. You're just like all of us, me included, because all of these are examples that my members gave me today. When these external events are happening, they're the kinds of things that they feel. By the way, I'm talking about today's session. If you ever wanted to join Thrive Together, all of the sessions are recorded and available on Catch Up. So just in case you're like, oh, that's great for your Thrive Together members, but what about me? <laughs> the doors to Thrive Together are absolutely open. When we were talking about when a situation happens and you feel those feelings, it was actually acknowledged in our space today that a lot of us feel, a lot of us think that we're feeling those feelings and we're processing them, but we're actually not. A lot of the time what we're doing is we're suppressing them, we're pushing those feelings down and we're cracking on. So it was discovered today that a lot of members felt like they were numbing out by distracting themselves, scrolling, eating, getting consumed by the emotion rather than dealing with it or they felt like they went into all or nothing. So I just do and I do and I do and I crack on and I do and I do and I do or they just can't, they're debilitated, they can't do anything usually because they're consumed by the emotion. But what was interesting is when we explored Okay, so in these situations where something's going on outside of you which is out of your control, you can either come from an empowered place or a disempowered place. The first thing was about acknowledging, well, how do you feel your feelings in a healthy way? How do you make space for that? And that's something that many of us haven't had role modeled to us in either our upbringing or our professional upbringing is how to deal and process those emotions in a healthy way, in a way that honors that I'm a fucking human, I'm not a robot. And actually when these external things happen outside of me, it is gonna make me feel something, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I wanna stay in that emotion and take action from there, which is normally from a disempowered space. I actually wanna take empowered action, but it usually requires us not to suppress the emotion, not to push it down, not to crack on regardless, pretending it's not there, because we all know it surfaces back up. And so what was really interesting to explore today was how, when we don't acknowledge these things, when we don't acknowledge that actually we're feeling a certain way and we try and crack on and we numb out and we distract ourselves and we get consumed and we go into all or nothing, all of the things, actually very often by suppressing that we're coming from a disempowered space. There are affirmations going on inside our own minds that we are treating as fact and then we're projecting them onto the world and we're assuming that that's what's going to happen. So, a lot of the time when we're dealt with negative situations or difficult or challenging situations, we think things like, 
oh, well, this is all my fault, or they'll hate me, or I've failed, or they'll leave, or I'll be the bad guy, it'll be all my fault, I should have done this, I should have done that, they'll attack me, bad things will happen. We come from this disempowering assumption of, and, and we project that assumption onto the world, and then we take action from there. We take action from that disempowering place. And what I was talking to my members today was about how to feel how you need to feel and acknowledge all of it, but not make it mean anything about you. And actually not make it mean anything about your next steps or your journey, but instead to see the situation for what it is, to feel how you feel, and then take action from an empowered place. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this episode, because for many of you who followed along for a while now, you'll know that our dad has advanced dementia. And unfortunately, he is at the point where he's approaching end of life. And I know that that must be hard to listen to. And I apologize to anyone listening who's going through loss or grief or anything like that. And I won't labor on that in this episode. There's a reason why I'm telling you about this. And that reason is because many, many people upon hearing this news, whether they're clients or peers to me or friends or family, many, many people will say, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh my God, you're so strong. I don't know how you're doing it. And it's listening to that has really made me think. It has really made me think because I'll be honest, I don't feel strong. I don't feel any stronger than the next person. I don't feel any more resilient than the next person. And that's just the thing when I've thought about it. It's actually not strength. It's not it's acceptance. Where I refuse to pour my energy into is fighting my current reality, which is what this episode is about. And so when people say, oh, you're so strong, I don't know how you're doing it, in my head, I think this has nothing to do with strength. This has nothing to do with strength. I am not strong. I'm just accepting what is. I am someone that when they hear words, even if it's like words in a song, I really hear them. When I hear something, I really hear it. And so when I've been hearing people say, oh my God, you're so strong, I don't know how you're doing it. And this isn't just about me, right? You all know that I'm, I always use myself in these podcasts as an, a personal example, but you all know fine well that this could apply to anyone. You could see someone on the telly. I saw uh, Nan the other day who'd lost her grandchild in a really awful way. And the presenter on the telly was saying, oh, I, you're so strong. I don't know how you're handling this. And I think it's really illuminating for a few reasons. The first one is when circumstances and situations are happening outside of you, external to you, out of your control or influence, and they are bad, you have two options. You either fight your reality, internally fight your reality, or you accept it. And by accept it, what I'm not saying is, oh, get on with it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the more of your attention you pay, the more of your focus that you give to fight in your reality, the harder it's going to be. And you've heard me mention the sad swamp in previous episodes. The sad swamp is a place that we all go to every now and again. It's the place where all of our darker emotions live and it's a required space. The sad swamp is a place that we must visit from time to time. I'll be honest, sometimes I get my wellies on and I'll go for a good slosh around in the sad swamp. But what I do not do 
And what I would recommend that you don't do is take a tent and set up camp there. So when situations are going on outside of your control, outside of your influence, what I mean when I say stop fighting your reality is stop giving all of your attention and all of your time and all of your energy into I just won't have this as my reality. I will not accept it. I reject it as my reality. Accepting it doesn't mean you agree with it. Accepting it doesn't mean it's okay. Accepting it simply means that you're giving your inner world the peace and grace that you require to be able to deal with the situation. Because a lot of the time, the outcome that we think is gonna happen, we dread so much more than what actually happens in real life. I say that because, you know, I've mentioned before, my dad's near an end of life. And what I found so much harder, to be quite honest with you, is losing him over the past few years, is sitting outside his house when he when he was still at home at 11 o'clock at night, having driven home three times already because dementia causes people to wander, literally thinking to myself at nearing midnight, am I going to sleep in my car tonight because he might wander out again? <laughs> well, I suppose the point that I'm trying to get at with all of this is if I told you that that was about to be your reality, you would be like, oh no, I don't want that. I reject that. And every part of your being would be like, fuck that shit. <laughs> but when you're in it, you deal with it because actually when you're in it, you don't really have a choice. And that's why I'm saying, you know, you have two options. You either fight your reality and you go to war with it internally or you accept it for what it is and in all of that my question to myself is always why on top of a shit show regardless of what that shit show is regardless of whether it's a situation like my dad's or a client asking you for a refund or complaining or your team members not being happy or whatever it is why would you make your inner world suffer any more than it needs to? That's what I'm getting at here. And so taking this back to what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode around grit, this is around feeling how you need to feel and recognising that it is not strong, it is not resilient to squash down your emotions, crack on regardless. That is not strength and that is not resilience. I am an advocate for truly feeling your feelings and we talk about that a lot inside of Thrive Together and I give you practices on how to feel your feelings, how to do that inner work. But it's also about acknowledging that the thing that's going on outside of you doesn't have to mean anything about you. It doesn't have to mean that you are a failure. It doesn't have to mean that you have failed. It doesn't have to mean that you're not a nice person. It doesn't have to mean that they might leave you or reject you in some way. That's not to say that you can't learn from it and perhaps do things slightly differently next time. There is a huge difference between reflecting on a situation and taking the lessons from it and reflecting on a situation and making it mean something about you. And that's what you'll find with a lot of your fears. They won't be based on what could potentially happen in the future. They will normally be based on past events that have happened to you or with your involvement in the past, and then you projecting those fears into the future. It also doesn't have to mean anything about your journey. It doesn't mean the reality you're seeing in front of you with your five senses, it doesn't mean that that reality is indicating to you that you need to quit or that it's not gonna work. 
And to me, that is true faith. True faith is seeing past what you can conceive with your senses and tap into a future reality that you know that you can create, that you can trust yourself that you can create. And this isn't about mindlessly going after something, but it's instead taking in the now results, the now results being possibly the shit show that's going on in your external world. And instead of making them mean something about you, it's about taking those results and learning from them and then continuing from there. And I know that I've given you the example of what's going on with my dad, but I could give you the same example around business. You know, I've been quite open and transparent in previous episodes about the times when business hasn't gone my way, the months where revenue hasn't generated as I expected that it would same kind of thing. When you talk to people about that, they will do what we as humans naturally do, which is, wow, you know, how did you deal with that? How did you cope with that? Because I think that when we listen to other people talk about their challenges and the adversity that they face, one of the things that we will naturally do as humans is subconsciously, of course, think about how would I deal with that? Would I be able to cope with that? And I think that's where it comes from when people say, oh, you're so strong. How have you dealt with that? How have you coped with that? But actually, like I said before, it's not about strength and it's not about resilience. It's about being in that situation and choosing whether you're going to fight it or whether you're going to accept it and not make it mean something about you. And this takes for some practice of really fucking good self-observation, self-reflection, you know, grit doesn't just act, that's why I disagreed at the beginning of this episode that grit is a trait that you either have or you don't have. That is so massively fixed mindset. No, when you become more skilled at stillness and self-observation and self-reflection, you come to realise that the voice that you initially hear in your own mind is chatter and it isn't there for you to take instructions from. It's that initial thought, it's that initial response to the outer world. And you can honour that observation, but it doesn't mean that you have to agree with it or base your future actions on it. So this is an invitation and I encourage you to get closer to yourself and become more used to disagreeing with yourself. When you get that initial thought that is, oh, this is all fucked, I'm gonna fail, they'll hate me they'll talk about me, it'll be all my fault, I should have done this, I should have done that. When you feel those inner thoughts going on, acknowledge them, feel how you need to feel. But at the same time, acknowledge that you can ask yourself more empowering questions. You can say to yourself more empowering statements. So some of the stuff that came out in the session earlier on were questions like, where can I find strength to deal with this situation better in a way that serves me and others better? Um, What else came out? How can I handle this with grace? How do I want to feel? What is the best next step? Or even, what is the least worst option in this situation? And really what I wanted to point out in this episode, regardless of the example that we're talking about here, so I've shared a very, very personal one with you today, but you have to listen to these episodes and apply them to your own life. And what, I, what I'm encouraging you to do and what I'm inviting you to do in today's episode is think about the challenges and adversity that are in your external world at the moment and think about the things that you think you can't do and think about the shit show that is going on in some corner of your life somewhere and notice how you feel about those things and notice from those feelings what disempowering statements 
are initially coming into your mind. And from that place, I am encouraging you to question those disempowering statements. And instead of just going with them, instead of that, I'm encouraging you to see if you can ask yourself a more empowering question. See if you can hold space for how you feel at the same time as not applying meaning to your external scenario and accepting that meaning as fact and then projecting that onto the world. So I hope from this episode that you take that when you're dealing with situations, when you're dealing with adversity or challenges, you are not strong or weak, you are not resilient or not, you are, and that thing that's happening in your life or in your business, that challenge, that adversity is going on, and you get to feel how you feel about it, but instead of ignoring those feelings, squashing them down, feeling disempowered, and coming from that space, I am encouraging you in this episode to just sit with it, just sit with it, notice by the way, and validate all of the fears and all of the shit that you think might go wrong and all of the shoulds and all of the aren't you a dickhead for not noticing this or doing that or saying the other, take the lessons and write down. The way I explained it in the um, session today was get your shit list out like it was bile, like it needs to come out in order for you to be able to move on healthily. And for a lot of my clients, they it's quite revolutionary actually recognising that you need to create space in your day, in your week, in your month, to be able to process your emotion and work through it. And sometimes that also means getting the shit out so you can see the disempowering or limiting thoughts or beliefs that you are holding to be able to choose a better thought for yourself, a more empowering thought. A lot of the time we think that we're doing that. We think that we're holding space for ourselves and actually we're not. And this really came out today in the session because I said, you know, this is what I mean in power planning every Monday where I'm when I'm asking you questions around, are you giving yourself space for intentional rest? Are you giving yourself space to recover daily from the things that might drain your energy? Are you giving yourself the foresight of situations or events or difficult conversations that are potentially coming up that you need to not only prepare for, but mentally and emotionally prepare for, you know? Do that. But then notice the questions that you can ask yourself that will help to put you in a more empowered space. Because we all know that there is one thing that is for certain in life and in business, and that is that we are all at some point gonna experience challenge and adversity. And I am here to encourage you to empower yourself to deal with those challenges and deal with that adversity with more grit, with more grace, and with more acceptance. So I hope that that serves you today. I'm gonna wrap the episode up there. I hope you have an intentional day. And please remember, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today, all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.